If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the... I've just, we've not had a planning meeting this week, have we? No, so good luck everyone. What's, what we're going to, I've just realised, <laughs> sorry Gene, we usually, we usually meet the day before or on Wednesday. Well, well this is going to be a good episode. The podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Aiming to answer 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas like... <laughs> very good. Was <laughs> producer Ben silent or was he silenced? <laughs> and what should you do if you send your producer a shitty email during the week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll come back to that. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss... But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen, UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North, radio presenter. I need a hair transplant, whereas you need a personality transplant. It's from Jacob. It's rather harsh to both of us, to be honest. I I, I didn't like that one one bit today. I did not like that one bit. Jacob, you're blocked. Jacob's blocked. We will not be toasting to him. Can I just say, right, I did send producer Ben a shitty email this week. However, I it was me that used the word shitty email. I sent an email and then back me up. I rung him back pretty much five minutes after it because I, I went outside and thought, oh, that was a bit... You've not worded that right. So I wung, I, I, wung, I rung him <laughs> up to explain. So, yes, I did send Ben... A bit of a. We are nice to him. We are. Nice we are nice to him. To him. I did. I read your email. and I thought, ooh, ooh, ooh hello. Oh, how did you read it? Oh, oh, Used you mean? Sorry, there was another email. Thickest... Oh, I thought you meant the email that I was copied in on. Oh right, okay, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, I was copied in on it. You twiddle. Ben's saying, Jordan, Jordan only phones Ben with there's something wrong, or he needs to apologise. <laughs> No, I don't. I mean, I won't tell you what the email said, but it was me getting a bit. I had to. I even had to voice note you back saying we must remember that we are not Beyonce. No, right. Just all right. It wasn't that bad. I just probably got a bit above myself. Am I? Have I, have I changed? Don't because I'm really paranoid about it at the moment. I'm still the same old me. Um, hmm. Who should we tell us to? Well, Jordan, you last week, I noticed, have become or are in the process of becoming 
A woman? No, a, a godfather. <laughs> yes, you're coming to my house on the day of my daughter's wedding, mm. and this is how you pay me. Um. Why I order? Now, can I ask? Is your is? I mean, let's just toast your godchild. We'll talk more about it in a minute. I think that's a lovely idea to baby Eleanor. Eleanor. Oh, it's made me realise it's some kid. I'm going to be a godparent. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Just before we go any further, I just want to apologise. I might be slightly echoey today. So I've turned into Jordan because I'm in another hotel uh, for the weekend and it's quite sparsely decorated with a big marble floor and there's not even a rug. So if you're hearing an echo... That's why it's only a one-week thing. And I've got a terrible echo in my room. I hate... Every time I listen back to it, it drives me up the pissing wall. Can you just come clean and let everybody know that you're in the Middle East, the reason why you're in a load of different hotels is you're hoovering yourself out. <laughs> no, it's because I'm here for... It's How dare you? It's, it's, I'm here for an awfully long amount of time, and I thought over the weekends, some of them anyway... I would try out lots of different hotels. I love a luxury hotel. I didn't get much of an opportunity last year to go into any. So I'm making up for it. Oh, who's that in the background? That oh, stop. Fella. I would like to point out, though, this is supposedly a nice hotel that, this, that I'm in. However, when I arrived, first thing I noticed in my room, no doorbell. So clearly, I'm an absolute slum. Told you. Told you. But this is supposedly a very nice hotel. Well, not... It's only where you were that has bloody doorbells. Uh, remember, Gene Divas, if you want to help with something, then you can tweet at SextedMyBoss. Oh, have you got a drink this week? I do, I do yes. <laughs> You've been to Offy? I've not been to the Offy. Room service came again. You've been to the Offy, a little cheeky thing, haven't you? Just get on with it. Look at you, your little gin and tonic here. Uh, you can send your tales of trepidation to help at SextedMyBoss.com or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter paper. That is an actual promise, by the way. The address is on the website, SextedMyBoss.com. Yes, and if you're enjoying what we're doing, we always enjoy reading the nice reviews on iTunes or wherever you can leave them. Apart from the shitty ones that give us two or three stars and say, I've changed. Yeah. Which I, I normally come across very well in the reviews. Have you noticed? So do I do all right, don't I? Generally, no one's yet to go. I hate William. Who said I hate Jordan? Ah, uh, no, 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 no one. No, no, no. But you know, they've never said anything negative about me because I'm obviously the nicer of the two. If you was everyone's cup of tea, you'd be a mug. I say that like it's water off the duck's back when I get a shitty tweet, which is pretty much every day. Why am I saying shitty loads at the moment? If I get a crappy tweet, I'm like, oh my God, everybody hates me. Oh my God. Not everybody. Shut up. Anyway. Just going back to who we toasted. So you have become a godfather. Yeah. We have, we have become a godfather. We have become a godfather. What? what? It's better. What impression was that? That was Margaret Thatcher. That was Thatcher. absolutely not Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher mixed in with your dad. <laughs> we have become a godfather. Um, yeah, I was honestly, so last Saturday I got in from work. How did it happen? Last Saturday I got in from work. And <laughs> <laughs> you can tell when you've had a drink. I've had three sips. Um, I was, uh, last Saturday I got in from work. And I opened my mailbox and there was a card in there addressed to me. It said, Jordan North, flat... I'm joking. (laughs) And it was a handmade card. Do you want me to... Actually, I've got it here. I'll read it to you. It's lovely. 
it said on the front, Uncle Jordan, will you be my godfather? Love, Eleanor. And in it, there's a lovely little poem. It says, Uncle Jordan, because I know you'll love me, because I know you'll care, because I know for certain you'll always be right there. Will you be my godfather? Mummy and Daddy say you'll be the best and are planning on October 24. Please let me know. All my love, Eleanor. Four months old and she can write that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, she starts off rhyming and then, and then she drops the rhyming couplets after that. So as, as a poem, it doesn't quite work. And then as a little side, um, as a little side note, my mate Rick's put, Jordan, you're finally going to be a made man. Now don't go breaking any balls. What? You're busting my balls, huh? You're busting my balls. What's this a reference to? You red son of a bitch, you're busting my balls. It's just like, because I'm going to be a godfather, aren't I? I've, I've never seen that film. What duties? Am I right in saying if you're a godparent? Oh, I don't even want to think. I'm not even going to say that, God forbid. But you have to... What? Like, I don't know. I don't even want to... Seriously, Change I it snappy? No, if, God forbid, like, I could be left... Oh, yeah. Potentially. I mean, it all, all hinges down to what's in the will. Oh, right. But not necessarily. But you are, you are responsible for its moral and spiritual upbringing, which is hilarious when you think about it with you, because Eleanor stands no chance. But um, that's the idea. So is it Matt? Yeah, because I've been to christenings. You're making a vow to God to help bring them up, aren't you? If if they if they go down a, a religious service, then it's a vow to God. But they might do a humanist or a, a non-religious thing. Although if they're doing non-religious, why is it called a Godfather? But that's a separate issue. Okay, so it's quite a lot of responsibilities. Yes, it is. Do you think you would have been made Godfather before I'm a celebrity, or do you think this is only because of that? <laughs> you, I need to stop snorting on the bloody you absolute bitch. Honest to God, you are a bitch sometimes. No, but I've you know, best some, some some people might think, oh, that's a way to you know for us to be friends with him. But I know it's Rick, and you love Rick. So, and Rick loves you, and you've I, known him for years. So, I am I am pulling I've, your leg. Yeah, I've been best mates with Rick since we met in science in year nine. Oh right. Did you just do science, or did you not do biology, chemistry, physics separately? Uh, I can't remember. It was one of them. I hated science. And I didn't hate it. I was just rubbish at it. And he was like, hi, I'm Rick. And I was like, I, uh, I thought he was such a dweeb and really annoying. And he told everyone I was a Burnley fan in a school in Preston. And uh, But we've, we've been best mates since. Um, can I just say, I only recently found out who my godfather was. This is the most Wendy and Graham thing ever. I don't think I've told you. Oh, please say your, please say it's uh, Vicky next door. No, I said to my mum, who's my godparent? She went, uh, right, you. This is what I said to her, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan. Honestly, she was like this, she went, right, let me think. 91, 92, where were we? We were York, we were in York. So it were your Auntie Linda and your Uncle Ian and we never knew who the other person was. It was one of my dad's mates from Army. Anyway, uh, and for years I didn't know. My mum said, and she couldn't find bloody slip or all. I don't know what they give you. What do you mean she couldn't find the slip? Well, they give you a slip, don't they, when you leak church? They don't give you a slip. (laughs) Yeah, they do, don't they? It's like a wedding certificate. Anyway, uh, my dad rung me um, about... Honestly, this was about uh, probably about a year ago, just just before they moved to Spain. Actually, so it'd be a bit longer. 
and uh, he rung me and went, all right, I went, yeah, and I, for- I forgot his name now, he's called Andy. He went, I've got Andy, some- I'm in army with him, he's not- I've not seen him for years. Anyway, it turns out he's your godfather, and they thought he <laughs> were Ryan's godfather, so now they don't know who Ryan's godfather is. So, yeah. How many times have you met said Andy? Probably once when I was younger, and my mum's words, and I quote, well, there's that many of you, I forget, and we, oh, we were hammered. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> right, and this is how bad my dad was. Um, at my christening, my uh, cake said, Welcome to the world, baby Gordon. <laughs> right. So my mum told me, she went, that really pissed me off. I asked him to do one thing. I thought it all buff it out. I asked him to do one thing. And he come back with a cake that said Gordon. So. Wow. Yeah. How was your christening? Who are your godparents? Oh, um, uh, one of my uncles, one of my aunts, and then one of my dad's best friends from school who's no longer with us. So I, I had three, um, and they've, they've all done a you know pretty good job, I like to think. At least I know them. Yeah, mine has as well. Yeah, look, it showed me that. Got your nose. Right, so that's where they've stuck their thumb in between their index and middle finger. Got your nose. Anyway. What morals do you think you're going to give to Eleanor? Be a good person. Yeah, but how? That's like a oh, bit, right. like, a bit um, like saying keep fit, but not actually giving any tips as to how. Always try and be honest. Yeah. Work hard. Oh, God, I've not really thought about this. This is what I genuinely say. Always try and be honest. Work hard, because hard work always pays off. And um, never, ever, ever, as long as I am your godfather, ever, Support Blackburn Rovers. I just knew that was <laughs> all work at Capital. Um. Hey, don't. I never said that. I mean, you said worse, let's be honest. If she said to me, I want to be a radio DJ, I'd be like, no, seriously. Would you not no. recommend it to anyone? Oh, God, it's the best job in the world. Like we are, Oh, I said uh, you won't uh, recommend it to people because you don't want people stealing your, stealing your thing. No, 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 no. It's the best job in the world and I'm... No secret about it, but it's like so hard to get in. And you know, I'll put it this way: I've, all my mates have got houses and mortgages and kids and stuff. And like, yeah, there's it's so hard. You know what it's like. You've got to work every. I've worked every weekend since. Don't pour me a bloody. Yeah, but you don't work the week, so I mean, we should just point that out. Yeah, do you've really got to like? Yeah, you've really got to. What would what would you do Words. if Eleanor wanted to become an etiquette coach? I'd be like, fine, fine. I I know a good friend. We've not spoke for twenty years, Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> we fell out over money and some podcast. It's a long story. Money, <laughs> but um, I'm sure I can get back in touch with him. Now I'll warn you, he's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and if you get on the wrong a witch, <laughs> if you get on the wrong side of him, I put a spell on you. Yeah, uh, and then she'll ring me back two days later. God, hi, Uncle Jordan. Um, I, I I've not been able to make contact with uh, William, but there's this really creepy guy called Ben who keeps <laughs> ringing. Oh yeah, d- d- like you ring him up and it takes about half hour to get. Yeah, d- d- don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> Um, well, talking of Ben, he has basically become what he always wanted to become, and he's become an influencer. 
because <gasps> I woke up the other day to a text from Mikey saying I'd quite like a whippet. Really? And although I say Ben's become an influencer, I haven't actually told Ben this. I then text Mikey back saying, oh, you should tell Ben that. He'll be really thrilled. In the process, I had then texted Ben saying Mikey, uh, screenshotted the message and sent it to Ben. And Mikey came back with, oh, no, I don't actually mean Diego. It's this other account I follow that has a whip. It's really cute. Ah. <laughs> oh. Got it. Sorry, Ben, but he does admit that Diego is cute, and actually, now that he's 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 big on the uh, big on the whippet. Oh, that's just all the because he's been out of the north for so long. That's just all the <laughs> northernness and all all the missing home come to him. You're not there, William. I want a whippet. I'm going to get a flat cap and a whippet, and I'm going to walk it. And I don't care what you're saying. We're not bloody calling it Captain Pete Townsend. You can piss right off, Captain at. Pete. We're going to call it Bob. He's going to be Bob the Whippet, and he's going to be friends with Diego. Would you get a little Whippet? Absolutely not. No, the um, because that's I feel that that would be Ben. Whose phone's going? Oh shit! My banana bread. Hang on. Hang <laughs> on. <laughs> Sorry, forgot about that. I mean, he likes to give off all this, oh, pint of Guinness, can't wait for the pubs to reopen, sort of image. And there he is at home, baking a banana bread. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. How's your banana bread? Pardon? Is it moist in the middle? No, it, it, it's it's just slightly burnt on top and it seems a bit flobby. Flobby? That's a good word. Like, I might need to put it back in. Well, maybe oh. we can do... Joe! Oh, for God's sake. Will you just turn the oven off, please, mate? I don't know if I turned it off. hope he's not on a job interview. Oh, uh, will you just turn... Will you turn the oven off? I think I left it on. Yeah, right. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Joe. Uh, what were we saying? We were talking about Ben's whippet. Yeah, would you actually get a whippet if Mikey wanted one? No, no. I would. I would get a dog, but I just don't think I. I would not want a whippet because I would feel like I was um, encroaching on Ben's identity. Okay, fair enough. And that's his thing. And also, I feel that Ben's got a whippet because it will help him be cool and hipster. And suddenly, if I get a whippet, whippets are suddenly no longer cool and hipster. So it could be, and then Ben stuck with it for fourteen years. So I think it's it's probably not a good idea. Yeah, I was just thinking. Imagine you taking a whippet to your mum and dad's house. I don't think they'd have a problem. Hmm, darling, we spent a lot of money on your education. We brought you a better to bring a fucking whippet into the house, darling. Whippets are cute. Yes, but they're northern, darling. <laughs> I think you've been spending too much time with Jordan, darling. I I think we loved him, darling. We loved having him here, darling. But we don't want whippets in the house, darling. Let's have some champagne. No, I don't even want to drink champagne. I'm so disgusted in you. Brian? Uh, what now? I'll have... Bring the sherry. In fact, the whiskey. Oh, both, darling. There you go. Um, shall we talk about your beard? Yeah. I 
found it hysterical on social media when you posted that you had started shaving your beard and then it, the batteries had run out, but you had only just taken a chunk off your beard and you were having to film <sighs> something. And generally, the thought of you having to film something for TV with a chunk out of your beard, I thought was so funny. I thought, okay, this is Pete Jordan. This is great. And I, I was a bit disappointed when you then found the charger. So I forgot all about this. Uh, Saturday night, I'm thinking, right, before I get comfortable and put my film on and piss because I'd already had off a bottle of wine, I thought I'll have a shave because I was filming the next day. Um, and halfway through my shave, I uh, the, the electric razor ran out. <laughs> so I'd done half my face and then there was like a big um, landing strip in the other half of my cheek and it looked I don't, awful. don't think it's called a landing strip, love whatever a clearing let's call it a clearing a clearing a clearing and i couldn't find my electric charger for the razor anywhere could i've i searched iron low and then after about i think it was about an hour maybe a bit longer i found it in um my old suit bag right and it was there and then the great irony was the film that you you were what you were filming was in heavy costume makeup and you were dressed up like a mummy and it wouldn't have mattered yeah it was a Halloween special, so... Mm. Well, it made me laugh. Should we talk about how we did an interview on local radio this week and the interviewer got your name wrong? <laughs> it was the best. So, June Divas, it's now gotten to the point where, you know, when I, I was saying this to someone in, in Amman um, the other day, when we started this podcast 48 years ago, out of the two of us, arguably... I was probably the ever so slightly better known. And I'm using that. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't famous, but I was slightly better known thanks to my Daily Mail column. And obviously, throughout the series, as we've gone on, I think probably we talked about this in series one and, and two. And your appearances on Russell Howard and This Morning and stuff. Oh, yes, my, my, my big body of work. And um, I obviously had more social media followers. Uh, I had the bigger profile. And obviously, that's now been eclipsed by Jordan's rocketing to the stratosphere and we've now got to the point where the interviewers can't even be bothered to learn my name <laughs> so we were doing an interview for the tour by the way we're trying to sell tickets for the tour so we're doing a well, no, we, 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 i think we've sold out now but we were we thanks to this interview probably Right, so the, the interviews at the moment are and don't and I am under no illusions. In a years from year from now, I'm going to be scrapping around trying to find work. You know, it's just how it goes. Oh, less than that. Less than that. Oh, easily less than that. Less than that. Um, but the interviews at the moment go. Hi, uh, yeah, Davy Dave here on BBC Local Radio Kent. Uh, we've got uh, Jordan North here from the Castle and uh, William Hannon, uh, leading etiquette expert UK. Okay, so Jordan, tell us all about the Castle. Uh, yeah, um, it was good. Yeah, you know, it was scary. Best thing I ever did. And uh, have you spoke to Bev ever since, Jordan? Yeah. Uh, so it goes like that for about ten minutes, and then we realise we're running out of time. Uh, tell us. About about this um, this tour you're doing with uh, William Hannon, he's your friend and he's an etiquette expert. Is that even a real job? And then, if there's time, they might give me ten seconds at the end, and I make some innuendo, and that's the end of that interview. Thank you very much, Jordan North, there, runner-up of Arm Celebrity 2020 and uh, etiquette expert. Not sure if that's a real job, ha ha ha, William Hannon. Thank you, guys. And it that pretty much happened this week, and it was uh, <laughs> it was. It, I mean, it just, I'm used to it. Thankfully, I have a very thick skin. So do I. 
No, that's well. You, yeah, you don't, you don't need a thick skin because everyone's sort of you know lapping at your feet. No, they not. Don't, don't. You make me feel uncomfortable talking about that. Oh, I, oh, darling, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. Just. <laughs> it was. It was not. It was nice to do some interviews with you. You made me laugh. Yeah. Oh, can I just say, like. I listened to uh, Don French on a podcast this week because, unlike you, I listen to other podcasts. I'm allowed to say this one. Listen, if you if you get a chance, listen to Chris Evans' podcast. How to Wow? It's it's fantastic. It's brilliant. Ben's just giving me the cut sign. Um, <laughs> anyway, I heard Don French on a podcast, and she said, and this made me think of you. She said when she's with um, Jennifer Saunders, Jennifer Saunders, that. She just wants to make her laugh, and as soon as they get together, they giggle and they play silly games, and they just get each other, and and they, they feel so comfortable in each other's company. And mm. when she was talking about how much she loves Jennifer and how much Aww. she makes her laugh, I was thinking of Ben. No, I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of you, and I was like, oh, that's like me and my William, like. And when we do these local radio interviews, I just want to make him laugh. So I, I don't even think about all the other people that are listening. I just want to make you giggle and you're the same. You always get little innuendos in. So, yeah. Yes. Well, no, they're, they're, they're good fun. It's always nice to um, try and make each other laugh and say things that I know that's going to make you titter. All right. Shall we, uh, shall we get ready for William's wacky word of the week? <laughs> Yes, please. Jingle. Come on, G and D, it's time to learn a new word with William and Jordan. It's William's wacky word of the week. And the word this week is... Floxy Norsey Nihilification. I've seen this. You've nicked this off Twitter. Someone tagged us in it on Twitter, you little sneak. Yes, but I looked up the definition and I thought... Will it be applicable for Jordan? And we'll find out after the break. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, Gene Divas, thanks very much for sticking with us. Just just switched on. It's the reason why we do Wacky Word of the Week, because we got beat by that other podcast in the British Podcast Awards last year that's all about words. 
Is that why we're doing it now? I don't... Well, no, because William's Wacky Word of the Week was a thing before that, but I think we brought it back because, uh, yes, clearly linguistic podcasts win and you can't get two more... I'm not even going to do that joke. That's such a... That's such a standard No, go on, what? What? You can't get two more cunning linguists than us. Ha, 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 ha. Sorry, I've... I was going to say... Debased myself. Out of all the podcasts in the entire world, with me Mm. on it, I think this is the least linguistic we podcast you could ever have. (laughs) Great. Right, well... (laughs) Anyway, look, the G&D was a... No, it's not the right, no, it's not the right word, but the G&D was are desperate to know the definition for floxy-norsy nihilifilification. And yes, I was practising all day <laughs> to say that, and I've written it down phonetically. The uh, definition is... Can you spell is, it out for us, please? Yes, F-L-O-C-C-I-N-A-U-C-I-N-I-H-I-L-I-P-I-L. L-I-F-I-C-A-T-I-O-N. Sounds like a town in Wales. Go on. No, it would be longer. Uh, The definition is the act or habit of describing or regarding something as unimportant or having no value or being worthless. I think you've got that wrong. I read that it means you're talking about something in a conversation that has no meaning or point. Well, why don't you put it into a sentence just so I can really understand what you mean? I forgot the word. <laughs> okay, repeat after me. Floxy. Floxy. Norsey. Norsey. Nihili. Nihili. It sounds like I'm doing register in <laughs> Holland. <laughs> sounds like a Dutch teacher doing register. Let's start again. <laughs> Floxy Norsey. You know what's coming. Floxy Norsey. Yeah, yeah. Nihili Vacation. Vacation. It's vacations in the building. What's your mum doing being teacher? Here, miss. There you go. Right. Well, there we go. I've just realised, do you think, like... These impressions and me just being a, an all-round dick on the podcast have got, like, a, an end. Like, <laughs> will people start tiring of it? Yeah, where where do we go with this? Well, I've tired of it. Yes, <laughs> I'm not far behind you, pal. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the tour before. William has some information on our new Sex and My Boss tour. What are we calling it? The boys are back. The boys are back, yes. The boys are back. Or the boys are in the back, which was my suggestion, but apparently not. We can't go with that for legal reasons. Um, but it's nearly sold out, so that's really good. There are only a handful of very luxury, exclusive tickets left. Um, however, next week we will have news of something special for everyone. Okay, so if you are one of those people who think, oh, I can't come to Cardiff, I can't make the London dates, like William, I don't want to go to Sheffield either, then don't worry, we will have something for you. Okay. Sounds good. Be ready for next week. Uh, remember, check out the website, um, uh, sexinmyboss.com, if you want to get live. tickets for the tour. Slash live, if you want to get tickets for the tour. Uh, end of September, October, we're going on tour to a town or city near you. William Hansen, can we have the listeners' questions, please? Yes, this first one is from Emily. 
Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I have a family Spotify account that I share with my family and friends. Great. On the off chance that you aren't familiar with it, there are five additional accounts that I can allow to join my subscription, and then I pay £15 a month to cover myself and those five people. On my account, I have my boyfriend, my mum, my mum's husband, a good friend of mine, and a friend of my ex-boyfriend's. I don't speak to the friend of my ex, however, I do occasionally catch up with his wife, as we get along quite well. My question to you is this. How do I go about removing someone from a joint subscription without it being awkward? I feel inclined to just delete him. None of his account will change except he will start getting regular adverts. I'm worried that he or his wife may message me and ask why I removed him from my paid account. On the other hand, it's my money. So why should I be paying for someone from a previous part of my life? I think it's weird to have him on there and would rather have an empty slot to offer someone else. You and me both. All the best, Emily. This is a good question, Emily, and very much a modern-day dilemma. Very much so. I think you've just got to rip off the plaster and do it quick. You've just, you know, you've given it some time now, like two or three months since they've split up, and it's the same with your ex if they're still on your Netflix account and stuff like that. I think you've just got to give it a couple of months and then rip the plaster off and do it. And if they get in touch with you, I'd be like, do what any normal person would do. When you read the text, go, have you heard this cheeky bastard? Is it what they've just sent me? And then just text them being two-faced going, oh, sorry, yeah, um, great excuse for you here. Some life experience from your Uncle Jordan, because this happens all the time. I lost my bank card, so I had to change all my details, which is the worst thing about losing your bank card all the pissing time. I've still not got my Now TV account on because you, basically when I lose my bank card, I've got to re-sign into my... I'm not on Spotify, I'm on Apple Music and all that. So that's a good excuse for you when they text you. Oh. Just say I lost my debit card. Hashtag ad. There you go. Well, I'm on both. Oh, yeah? Yes. Well, I'm on a three-month trial on one and I'm paying for the other. This is a very boring conversation. Yeah, it's sounding very boring. Uh, What's your advice? (laughs) Ben, if you show us that frigging cut sign with your fingers again, you're doing the scissor sign with your I'll shove them up your ass sideways. We'll cut something else off. Yeah, we will. We are nice to Ben, by the way. Can I just reiterate that? Reiterate that. We are very nice to Ben. (laughs) Reiterate. I would... Okay, so I would take a slightly different approach. Just change your password. Change your password and change your account, yes, uh, so that it'll force him to log in again. And that's it. And I suspect him being Brit- I assume he's British. assume you are British, Emily. He won't get back in touch. He won't He won't go, oh, guy, could you just tell me the password again? Because he knows it's awkward. He knows his luck has run out. So I would just change your password, change your login details, change your username, whatever you can do to sort of automatically kick them off and... That's that. I wouldn't worry about it anymore. I've just realised Ben... Oh, my God. Does Ben always do this, or is this just today? I've just realised there's loads of messages from Ben in the chat. Yeah, Ben Ben always... Jordan only calls me when something is wrong or he needs support. Something goes wrong. Where is Mr Jeeves from? To be fair, sometimes Ben writes in things that then become quite funny for me to say. And right. I get the credit. Oh, Okay. Uh, I think that's good advice. Next question, please, William Hanson. The next question is from Anonymous. I work for a small local charity in the Midlands. There are only three people on the core team, my manager, myself, and our administrator. 
Every year we go away for a work conference. It's not too far away, but far enough that we need to stay at a hotel. As the conference is specific to our roles, our administrator does not come with us, so it's just myself and the manager. Already a bit awkward. However, I feel it's necessary for you to understand that I have already had to file a complaint with the board about my manager because of some inappropriate comments that he made to me. Think, wow, your ass looks good in those jeans. This man is married, and so am I. This only makes the fact that we go to these conferences all the more awkward. Most recently, we had a very awkward encounter. As I came down from breakfast in the travel lodge in which we were staying, my manager proceeded to tell me that he had had a dream about me. A dream which included me turning up to his room naked, having a bath in his hotel room and sharing a bed with me. Now, I'm not necessarily bothered about him having a dream about me. The subconscious is weird and your dreams can't be controlled. However, I do have a problem with the fact that he told me about the dream. So I need some advice. Why would he share this with me? Am I right to consider it weird? Should I say something to my boss about how odd I find it to share those dreams with me? And, in your opinion, can you control your dreams? With thanks, Anonymous. Well, he's a creep, clearly. Yeah, that is obvious. Um, I would complain again to your board and I would be um, firmer with it. Uh, and I would go down the official line. But if he comes up to you and says something like that again, I had a dream about you, you and, and he can't control his dreams. I mean, I, I would just like to point out that is the subconscious. None of us have any control over that. Yeah, but he shouldn't be saying that. He shouldn't be telling her that no. when they're in a hotel together. Exactly. Um, so you simply say, well, actually, that's not appropriate. Um I don't mind you having those dreams, but um, I would rather not know about them, thank you. And I think you'd be quite... Um, quite curt about it and quite cold. And don't worry, he has, be- he has been inappropriate. You have a professional relationship with him. You're clearly being a nice person and you're trying to want to be his friend and not upset his feelings. But if he is upsetting your feelings, actually fight fire with fire. Yeah, uh, totally echo what William says there. Because it's massively, massively inappropriate. He's your boss. Do you know what? He's your yeah, that's there's a line and he's way overstepped it way way overstepped it and uh, and, and another thing um i'd keep a little note a little diary maybe just notes on your phone of times and mm. dates that everything's been said to you so write down that because when you write it down you'll realize that it all adds up even if it's just a li- something that you think's a tiny thing just note it all down on your notes on your phone or in a notepad uh, dates and times and when it's all been said because massively out of order and direct quotes as well write it down as soon as you can because you know you, you might remember it differently next week so write it down as, as quick as possible and real talk like genuinely hope you're okay because that's not that's not okay if someone's making you feel uncomfortable no. on a work trip in a hotel not okay hope you're okay i i completely agree anyway that's the point do we have hr for this podcast who is Are HR? You joking? We'd be, we'd be, we'd, you'd have no mortgage if we had HR. Better take you to cleaners. <laughs> joking, aren't you? I'm normally nice to Ben. It's you that rips into Ben. No, I rip into everyone, myself included. But just in general, when we're recording the podcast, we seem to take the mick out of him a bit more. Can we just say we are friends with Ben? Should we go on to our third question? Yeah. Dear William, Jordan and producer Ben, written in William's desired order, I have a question I wanted to ask you both which has been playing on my mind. Last year in lockdown, I didn't see my boyfriend for six months. After so much time apart, things started to feel more normal between us, but I started studying at Le Cordon Bleu, and this meant that I was very busy and couldn't see him that much. 
Just after getting used to each other again, there was yet another lockdown over Christmas and we haven't seen each other for another four months. I saw him for the first time this year on Saturday, and it felt like seeing an old friend because it had been so long. It has been frustrating because we have both wanted to see each other, but following the lockdown rules has meant that we haven't seen as much of each other in the past year. So my question is, is it normal to feel distance from someone due to lockdown? And can you make things more normal after so much time apart? Love the podcast, and William's new one on Keeping Up Appearances is very funny. Lots of love, Ella. This is a really good question again, because I think we've all been there. We've all been missing other halves. And this year, if you've just started out in a relationship or you've just started dating someone, it's really tough. Mm. And, you know, it makes you pine for them. However, like William says, you want to look back on this in a few years to come and say you've done the right thing. And like Wendy always says, distance makes the heart grow fonder. So it'll all work out in the Which end. Which is why it will. <laughs> and wait, before you get some... I'm trying to be nice here before you get some bitchy remarking about my mum. And if he still wants to see you at the end of all this and after so many lockdowns, that is only a positive. You know, It's not like you're texting him and waiting days for a reply. That's a positive that you both really want to see each other. So just stick it out. Not long to go. If you can get through this, you can get through anything. And I think, you know, maybe you could go on holiday together towards the end of the year. Well, yes. I mean, that, how lovely. What a, what a nice novel suggestion. Says you that's in a frigging grand hotel. Yeah, but I'm here for work. Oh, yeah, I know, but... And I'm missing my... I haven't seen Mikey for five weeks now. Oh, have you not? No. Well, no. how, well, how do you think I've seen him? I bet his balls are like space uppers. <laughs> Laughing at my own joke there. <laughs> That's not getting cut. <laughs> right, shall we move on? Please come and keep this. This, this is. Uh, we know that you like it when we keep it real bits. Um, here's me asking for the to not be cut. Please keep in the Mikey space offers bit. <laughs> Just tell him to take it out on me. I mean, not like that, bloody hell. <laughs> All right, Jordan, William says I can take it out on you. I'll be round in ten. Oh, I'm all pent up and frustrated. (laughs) Bloody hell, Mikey, what have you got in your trousers there? (laughs) Just talk, because I'll just keep going. Please, please just talk, because you know I'll keep going. Dear Jordan and producer Ben, I have split up with my boyfriend. He heard an episode of the podcast and now has dumped me. What do I do? Love, William. (laughs) Right, final letter. Dear William and Jordan, as I sit here watching the Oprah Winfrey interview with Harry and Meghan, Meghan has just claimed that no one offered to teach her how to curtsy Uh, or about the national anthem. I'm sure it's not just me, but surely she should have enlisted the help of the UK's leading etiquette expert, William Hansen. On that note, William, would you have been happy to support Meghan in preparing for life with the royal family? Regards, Rob Pickup. Great question, and I forgot to ask you about that. We've not really talked about that, but go on. What, what, that's a great question. Would you have given him etiquette advice? Uh, I will give etiquette advice to anyone who, who asks for it. Uh, you've got to want to with any, with any subject. You've got to want to learn it. Uh, that's half the battle. Um, 
So I, I deliberately have not said anything on social media or in the press about this. Oh, have you been asked? Have you been asked? Have I been asked? Please. Oh, if, oh bitch, please. Is that what you bitch just said? Please. Bitch, please. Yeah. Of like all the papers and I ask you for a comment. You you name it, from from Britain to uh, <laughs> from from Britain to Poland to BBC Radio Stoke, everybody has been asking for my opinion. And why haven't you? Fair play to you. Why haven't you given an opinion? Well, because yeah. a I genuinely don't think anything I could say can really help the situation. Because who am I? Um, I'm not one of the people involved. And also, everybody else has decided to become an expert on the subject. So, mm-hmm. why do we need another one? Fair one. All right, real talk. CNN wanted you to do a 20-minute talking headpiece for them. 50k, would you do it? 50k? Well, I mean, yeah, probably. I'll be honest. There you go. Everyone's got a price. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, would I would I have helped? And there was actually, I, I don't know, I, I, well, I will tell this story. So I was phoned about a year and a half, no, about two years ago, I think, by The Sun, not long after the wedding of Harry and Meghan. I was phoned by, I won't say the journalist's name, but a relatively well-known journalist who writes a, a sort of like a, a gossip column for The Sun. And they phoned me, and I've never spoken to this journalist before in my life, and they were perfectly nice. And they said, oh, hello, William, I'm ringing you because... Um, uh, a palace source has uh, said to us that you've given Megan etiquette and protocol lessons. What? Is this true? And I said what I say all the time. I say I never comment on private clients. And two days later, it was, ri- it was written in the, the sun that I had trained Megan. How am I only just hearing about this? Well, because I don't like to shout about things. When was this? Two, two and a half years ago. So, um, I mean, I wasn't. I would just like to, I would just like to, to point that out. Um, I wasn't and I didn't. And I'm quite happy to say that now. But look, you know, the, the whole, um, the whole, look, it's, I, I'm, I'm not involved. There were things that were said that, it, my only concern is that there was one side of the story told and I would be very interested. We're never going to hear the other side of the story. Let's be honest. I think we all know that. Um, and all I would say to people is, remember, we've only heard one side of the story, and that was hardly the most rigorous of interviews. The, the, the big one, what Rob is asking in this question, is when Megan said that, you know, there is no book telling you how to curtsy. I mean, there are literally about 550. I have most of them, and I shall say no more. Gene Divas, if you want our help with anything... If you're marrying a member of the royal family and you need our help, you can always tweet us. We're at sexedmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com. Or if you're a Megan and you would like some advice, William's number is 07. <laughs> uh, you can, oh my God, do you not know my number? Not off by heart, no. Or you can write to William. He promises a handwritten reply in his own letter of paper. The address is on the website, sexedmyboss.com. You don't know my number. I, I do, thank you, because I'm a good friend. Well, go on then, what is it? Oh, Fuck you, arsehole. Don't read that out. Don't give my number I'm not out. reading Top of the head. Right. Thanks for listening, Gene Diva. See you next... Oh, see you on Friday for the bonus episode. Goodbye. Hold up. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.